Welcome back to the Abundant Christian Panure Podcast. Today we have a special guest, Kim Macklin. We are going to be talking about why the hot mess mom culture is making us miserable as moms. Kim is a certified professional life coach, military wife of 21 plus years, classroom teacher turned homeschooling mama of 12 years to three kiddos, 17, 14, and eight. She has a passion for helping moms simplify their motherhood, create rhythms and routines that work for their unique families, and transform the relationships within themselves and their homes so that they can truly enjoy a more present and relaxed motherhood, no matter what season they are in. And stop wishing for this season or the next season, only to realize that they wished their kids' childhood away. I am so excited to chat with Kim today. Do you know you have a bigger purpose than that nine to five? Yes. Yes, you do. Welcome to the Abundant Christian Preneur Podcast. I am your host, Kristen Duranchi. I am a wife and mom who loves Jesus, and I've also been known to bust a few moves to some old school rock and roll. <laughs> right now, you are joined by other faith-filled women who are using their commute to redefine their life, change their mindset, and turn their passions, knowledge, life experiences, or even their hobbies into a powerful online business that allows them to have the freedom to do what they love. My goal is to inspire you to take a step of faith and transition from that employee mindset to the Christian CEO and create that powerful, profitable, and impactful business that has been on your heart. This is your show to learn from me and other Christianpreneurs tactical tips that will empower you to bring that dream to life. If you're ready to live your life by design, make an impact, and have the financial and time freedom to do what you want, when you want, then crank up that volume and let's do this. Kim, I am so excited to have you as a guest today on the Abundant Christianpreneur podcast. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me. You are so welcome. So tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, what you do, and the journey that it took to get you there. Great. Well, I am Kim Macklin. I am a certified professional life coach for mamas. I am a um, former classroom teacher turned homeschool and mama to three kiddos, 17, 14, and um, eight soon. And I've been married to my husband who um, we spent our life together in the military. So as a military spouse for the last uh, 21 years, and I am on this mission to help moms stop wishing away each season of their motherhood for the next one and truly enjoy each stage that they're in so that when their kids go to fly the coop, they don't regret wishing away their childhoods or spending it like detached and disconnected, right? 
I love that. And that resonates so much with me. I have two step kiddos. Um, my husband and I have been married for, I think going on 14 years and looking back now, I can see those times where I wasn't really present with them and yeah. And it kind of hurts my heart, but now knowing that, what I know now we have the surprise blessing that came to us last year. He's six months old. He's so cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I now know how I can be more present. And I'm so thankful I ran across you because I'm getting so many great, amazing tips and ideas. So this is much needed in this busy culture. Um, and I know when we were talking before we started recording, we were talking about how we need to be present because our kids really do need us. And today we're going to talk about something that um, I see a lot in our culture and a lot with faith-filled moms as well. And it's that hot mess mom culture and kind of feeling like we need to do everything and be everywhere that leaves us kind of feeling like a, a hot mess. And I remember telling you when I first heard that quote, like I'm a hot mess. I like, Oh, I cringed because I w- have been doing a lot of work with my mindset and things like that. And to me, I just kind of cringed. I never kind of hopped on board that hot mess mom train, but I, I want you to explain to our listeners, like, what is that hot mess mom culture and kind of how is it really making us miserable, even if we don't use that term? Yeah, definitely. That hot mess mom, like I've never really subscribed to this either because I feel like however we think we're showing up in that space, right? And so when we say I'm a hot mess or my kids are a hot mess or whatever, like that influences our thoughts, it influences our feelings, it influences how we show up. And that hot mess mom culture is really where we're running ourselves ragged 24 seven. We're not sleeping, we're not eating, you know, we're fueled on Starbucks. And self-care is walking around Target, collecting more things that we have to manage, more things that we have to care for while we drink our Starbucks that wrecks our adrenals. And, you know, it's, it's just horrible for us to be in that constant state of stress. And there's so much that stress does to our bodies. But one of the things that's shocking and really surprising is that when we are constantly in a state of stress, when we try to go to a peaceful, calm state, we don't know how to handle that. And so our brains start to create more stress for us. Like, so we're like, oh, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to relax. But then, you know, you're like, oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to numb out. I'm going to just scroll social media. And by doing that, and this is all kind of subconscious stuff, right? And by doing that now dinner is delayed and we're creating a hyper, um, a hyper stress state again, and we're running ourselves ragged through extra extracurricular activities where we feel like our kids need to be super well-rounded, right? So we're picking them up from school. We're taking them to piano. We're taking them to sports. If you have, you know, like me, I have three kids. So we've always said our kids will have one activity each. Well, 
even if we stick to that one activity each, that's still three activities going in different directions because they all have different interests and we're running ourselves ragged. And the other part of that hot mess mom culture is that it's really like a badge of honor, right? Like when people say like, how are you? What answer do you hear the most? Like I'm busy. And it's like this badge of honor to be doing so much for our kids and to say, I don't have time to myself. I have to do it all on my own. It goes hand in hand with that martyr mindset, right? Where I don't get any help. I have to do it all by myself. Like I'm feeding the baby. I'm changing the baby's diapers, but we're not really like asking anyone else to help. And when we do, a lot of times we come around them and are like, oh, you're doing it wrong. Like, let me just take it back because it's easier. Exactly. And even though I love how you said it kind of feels like a badge of honor that we're doing all these things, I definitely can relate to that. And we start to kind of feel resentful though, don't we? Resentful of our spouse and resentful maybe even of our family. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, we're called to live this abundant lives, these abundant lives, right? We're called to live joyful lives where we're walking out our purpose, living in our passion. And here we are stressed out, resenting the things that like resenting the people, our greatest blessings we're resentful of instead of being able to like enjoy those relationships connected and our days are out of alignment where, you know, we wake up to everyone needing us. We don't have a minute to breathe before our feet hit the floor with, I want, I need, I, you know, do this for me. And we're, that starts that negative. I haven't even had my coffee yet. Like, uh, can I just sleep in? You know, why, why do I have to, we don't need all the things like just give me a minute. And what our kids wake up to is feeling like a burden, right? Yeah. So, so true. And everywhere we go, social media, play dates, girls nights out, we hear that I'm a hot mess. So how would we kind of bring that from our subconscious? Because it's kind of like you just said, it's subconsciously, we hear this, we're doing this, we're doing all these things. How do we bring it from our subconscious to our conscious? And what are your thoughts on just seeing this everywhere? Yeah. So I'm um, with the moms that I work with, what I really try to have them do is just be aware, right? Like start to listen for and look for the, those messages, right? How are they coming across? Are they coming across in commercials through social media, the people that you follow, um, you know, your friends, whatever. And like, I would be lying if I said we don't have hot mess moments, right? Like we do like where, you know, life feels completely out of control and our kids are losing their ever loving minds. Right. And then that in turn triggers us and we react to situations. But the, the truth of the matter is our whole motherhood should not be a hot mess. Like it, when one of the things that I hear a lot is motherhood is so hard. Motherhood is hard. Motherhood is miserable. Like it, this is just the hardest season. Well, it has hard moments, but it doesn't need to be the hardest season of our lives. Like, and one of the things that I hear all the time is like, oh, I can't wait until we're out of this season. I can't wait till my kids can walk. I can't wait till we're out of diapers. And we're like wishing away the season that we're in for a presumably easier season. But the truth is, is it's not any easier. It's just different. And so 
when we are focusing on that hot mess, what we're seeing is the burdens, what we're seeing are the trials. And so I really work with my mamas on mindset first and everything for me comes down to mindset, right? And so our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our actions or our inactions. You know, when we like just kind of check out, if you are, uh, um, you know, there's the fight, fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, um, as far as your stress response systems and, um, I'm more of a freeze and a lot of mamas that I work with, they either are um, freezers or fawners. And so, which means that you're kind of going to fawn means you're kind of going and uh, transforming yourself to what other people want for you um, or want, want from you. And so for me, I find that when I'm overwhelmed, when I am looking, when I'm feeling that crazy that we label as hot mess. I just want to check out. Right. And, you know, I mentioned before that we create this, um, we create this stress. We create like our houses are a mess, our laundry, Mount laundry, right. We hear that all the time. Our, um, we just don't have good rhythms and routines. And that's a, that's another thing that I work very closely with moms with is figuring out those rhythms and those routines that make your life easier because we make motherhood much harder than it needs to be. And that's where we're doing ourselves a disservice. It does not have to be this hard. So good. So many good nuggets in there, Kim. I know that we all can see that that hot mass mindset is very destructive. So let's say that there's this mom listening right now that is tired of running herself ragged 24 seven. She's ready to make some changes. What are some tips that you could give her or where would you suggest she even starts? Yeah. You know, I, again, it's for me that it starts with mindset. And so when we are able to identify what we're thinking. So just being observant without judgment, like so many times we're really, really hard on ourselves and we kind of shame ourselves and our thinking. And so what I really want to encourage you to do is just to look around, be observant and notice with curiosity. When we come from a standpoint of curiosity, then we are less judgmental. And so when we are our hardest judges and we receive everything through that filter of judgment. So when we can just get curious with it, right? So, um, you know, let's say that you are reacting to a, a toddler meltdown and you kind of start yelling or you're, you just aren't handling it in the way that you want to handle it. Just noticing that and being like, okay, what was that trigger? What else was going on during that moment? You know, was my kiddo trying to get my attention um, were they hungry and they're melting down and okay, well, what happened right before that? Oh, well, I was scrolling my phone and I, dinner is now late or we were, um, we were picking up kids from activities and now the toddler is super hungry. Okay, great. So now what can we do differently? And it's like, okay, pack a snack for the toddler. And just taking those, 
um, that curiosity. And then also thinking about what were your thoughts at that moment? Like, oh, this is such an inconvenience. You're such a pain. You're this big problem, um, this inconvenience, whatever your thoughts are there and just taking those captive. And when we can take our thoughts captive and we can flip them to a more positive, like one of the biggest tips that I could give a parent is if you are looking at your kid's behavior, their behavior is a communication of a problem that they are having, and they are just ill-equipped to communicate that properly. So when we're looking at our kid's behavior as a problem that we get to help them solve, we show up in a different space. So it really all comes back to that mindset, right? And what are we allowing into our lives? Who are you following on social media? What language are you using? Who are, who are you allowing to have a voice in your life at play dates? Are they constantly saying they're a hot mess? You know, are you starting to, to own that for yourself and just looking for it and observing it and saying, you know what? I'm actually not a hot mess. This situation is a mess and I'm going to look at it from a data collecting, like curious, like, okay, so what's next? Like, what can I do about this? Cause I'm feeling a little crazy Well, we're involved in too much stuff. And I said yes to too many things. And the truth of the matter is, is that we as moms are overcommitted. Our kids are overcommitted. No one has time to just be, you don't have time to be a kid. You don't have time to just relax and be a wife. Date nights fall off of the radar because we're trying to do so much for other people. And, you know, I fell into this as a young mom too, where I was saying yes, because people would ask me and I was so afraid of disappointing them. But what I've learned throughout my journey is that I'm going to disappoint someone. So who do I want it to be? Do I want it to be, you know, the lady at church that wants me to lead a Bible study? Is it going to be the PTO president who is not going to remember me in five years and will find somebody else? Or is it going to be my family? Right. That is so good. That's a great question to ask. I mean, it just starts right there even. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's really sobering, like to realize I'm going to disappoint someone. And right now I am constantly disappointing my family. Like I am disappointing my husband when I am so touched out during the day and I'm so stressed and I'm running myself ragged. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't want to be touched anymore. I want to go to bed. Like I just want to veg out in front of Netflix. What's because we're so busy and we can't even be alone and still in our thoughts. And we have to constantly numb that pain. Right. Right. So how do you help? How do you specifically help moms transform this? Yeah. So I really, I teach moms to simplify their motherhood, to connect with their kids and their husbands and have those just connected deep relationships and create those rhythms and routines in their day that work for their families, right? Not just this cookie cutter. Like I'm going to go on Pinterest. We waste so much dang time on Pinterest and Instagram trying to figure out like the next biggest hack. Right. And it's not going to work because your family is a unique family. So I really work um, very high touch and very hands-on with my clients to help them figure out what's going to work for their unique family. Um, so that they're, you know, 
really enjoying motherhood, regardless of what season they're in there. Um, I believe that we should be showing up in motherhood and our families should be a team. They should be united. And so many times it's like, oh, my husband goes to work. He comes home, he plays video games. He checks out, like I'm, I'm on 24 seven, but because he is the breadwinner and I'm a stay at home mom, or I'm a work from home mom, I have all of these responsibilities to do. And so for your, for your mamas who are like those nine to fives and they're looking to do something different, but they're feeling super stressed out about, well, I have 95, I'm working my nine to five. I want to do something else. I want to be able to be the first face that my kids see when they walk through the door, but I want it to be a happy, calm face. And so what I work with my moms with is just creating the space and the time to be able to do that. And, you know, I hear from moms often is I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. Like I don't have time for date night. I don't have time for one-on-one with my kid, which is when we don't have time for one-on-one with our kid, that's where the behavior stuff happens. And (laughs) yeah. So it's like, well, actually when you go through my program, it actually frees up time And in a lot of cases, it frees up money because we're not eating out. We're going, we're we're meal planning now. And so even just simple meal plans, knowing what you're having for dinner before you walk through the door or pick up your kid at 530 from daycare, and then you're not driving through the drive-through. And so it allows us to really step into that motherhood that we're called to live and walk in that purpose and that passion. And so that's really what I help do is create this and, and allow, it creates the space to live your dreams instead of living a life that stresses you out that you're like, I can't wait until I'm done with this, or this project is done at work, or, you know, I, I won't be so stressed out when I, when I finish this for, you know, the, the guy that I'm working for. Right. And, oh, we can have date night next month when this project's complete. And date night is the, one of the first things that falls off the, falls off the radar, you know, and when we go from being a couple to being a parent, to being parents, because it's not just one parent. When we go to being parents, what I see that happens often is the husband is now replaced in this hierarchy where our kids are getting all of our attention because we got to keep these kids alive. Right. (laughs) And so it, it creates this resentment from our spouses and then they're less willing to help. They're less willing to, you know, look around and just be like, Oh, I see that the dishwasher needs to be unloaded. I'm going to just help with that. Or like this laundry needs to be put away. And so when we are more connected in those relationships, speaking each other's love languages, talking to each other about how much we appreciate each other, telling what our needs are, communicating those clearly and asking for help, then our spouses can come in and can help us. And when we're putting them in that priority of like, you know what, the kids can go to bed early and we can have a date night at home. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to require a babysitter or be out at the, out of the house. It's just intentional time together. And so, you know, really all of these things are just like incorporated in, um, in what I do because it's so important. Yes. I love that. So it's not just working on the relationship and the moms. There's a 
trickle-down ripple effect into everything, their finances. So I Oh, yes. Yeah. And, you know, when we start training our kids young to do those life skills with us, there should never, unless you have a special needs kid who is high special needs, there's really never an instance where a mom has to clean her house by herself while her kids are sleeping or whatever. No, no, no. Use that time for something else, mama. Like you bring your kids on board. They are not going to do a perfect job. I guarantee you that. But what we're doing is we're teaching them life skills, get them in the kitchen. They will free up time for you in the future by being able to work around the kitchen, prepare a meal for the family, you know, clean a bathroom. There is soap and water. Don't worry about your kids getting toilet germs. It is fine. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. What a great piece of advice. Definitely. Kim, what does making a ripple effect mean to you? Oh, Oh my goodness. What is making a ripple effect? I mean, where do I start? Honestly, because it, it really starts with the mom, like the, you know, when happy, what is it? Happy wife, happy life. Right. And so it's happy mom, happy life. When it starts with the mom, we're able to show up in a more peaceful, joyful state. And we become a safe place for our kids. So when our kids come to tell us something and we aren't patient and we aren't kind and we aren't loving and we snap at them because we are worn thin or we tell them no to something that's important to them because we're too tired or we think it's going to be too much work. And we're just like, no. And it's that snap judgment. Um, nope, nope, nope. They they turn around and they're disappointed and they learn that they can't trust us with the small stuff. And as they grow older, they won't trust us with the big stuff. And then on a bigger scale, you know, that, that sets the generational tone. So this is what we're telling our daughters and our sons about motherhood. Motherhood is a burden. The mom has to carry all of the, all of the weight. You know, do you want your, your daughter to go into her motherhood if she chooses to be a mother in this space of it's a burden and I don't want to be here? And do you want your sons to be those sons who come home from work and sit on the couch and veg out and don't support their wives? Like I don't, (laughs) me either. Amen. Yeah. I know you don't want that baby boy to be that kind of a, a, a kind of a dad. You want him to come in and, you know, scoop his kid up and take him outside so they can play and connect and you can have a moment to decompress from your day, you know, and, and, Oh, yes. And then I, I really believe that when we show up in this space, this is our kids are better friends to their friends. We're better parents to our kids. We're better wives to our husbands. And then in turn, like our husbands are better friends. They're better at their jobs. They're better. Like it just all comes together. So yeah, it's a huge ripple effect. I love it. Oh, so, so good, Kim. Thank you so much. Where can our listeners connect with you if they want to learn more about what you do and just connect with you in general? Oh, goodness. Thank you so, so much for having me. This has been super fun and I love it. And thank you for allowing me to use your space to reach more mamas. It is my heart. And so if the things that I've said have resonated with you and you want to find me at uh, Instagram. I'm not as active on Instagram, but uh, it's joyful underscore abundance and Facebook is joyful abundance life coaching. 
Um, and then I actually have a Facebook group specifically for moms who are looking to transform those relationships and take charge of their days so that they can find joy, purpose, and passion in motherhood. And that is, um, www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash joy, purpose, passion. And, um, and then also for like next steps, um, if you are really in addition to that mindset, if you're really looking to make some changes, I have a free gift that is an actionable workbook um, about just common mistakes that mamas are making that are keeping them stressed out and overwhelmed. And I would love to give that to you. And the magic is in the application, right? So just don't just read it and download it and but really start to um, make these very small actionable steps as changes in your motherhood and you will begin to see a difference. And that is at bit.ly backslash Kim Macklin. So K-I-M-M-A-C-L-I-N. I love it. Thank you so much for that amazing gift. And I'll put all the links in the show notes. Thank you again, Kim. This has been absolutely amazing. Oh, thank you so much again for having me. And thank you guys for listening. I look forward to connecting. That's it for today, friends. It's your time to step into the role of the abundant Christian preneur and put to use the gifts God has given you. There is only one you. And you are the expert someone is out there waiting to hear from. I want you to know this, feel this, and most importantly, be this. Never underestimate the impact and power you have. And hey, real quick before you go, do you want to win a free private coaching call with me? Take a screenshot of an episode and post it on your IG stories and tag me at Kristen Taranchi using the hashtag the abundant christian preneur and if you feel extra daring share one of your biggest takeaways that is how you will get entered into the monthly drawing and if you found value in today's episode i would love it if you would subscribe leave a review and rate the show this not only helps me bring you more expert guests to learn from but it also spreads the message to those who need to hear it Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and spending it here with me. I appreciate you and see you next episode.